y'all. This is What Fresh Insight, a show that looks at the big questions from new unexpected angles. Who are we? What is really going on? And how do we bring good into this mundane, sublime, spiritual, and sometimes silly world of ours? I'm Sarah Bariza, a writer and musician. Y'all, I have very exciting news this week. My book is out, Professional Christian, Being Fully Yourself in the Spotlight of Public Ministry. I have been working on this for, I don't know, five years at least at this point, longer. Um, if you count all the all the motivations that drew me towards this, all the research that drew me towards this, towards writing this particular book. So man, holding it is just... It's something else. It's so exciting and um, and a little bit surreal. I think I was probably like six or seven when I first like was just starstruck by this idea that like someone could be an author and now here I am like with a book and it's just <gasps> so exciting. So I want to take this episode to talk about this book. What is it? What is it about? And who is it for? And um, just tell you a little bit about it. So first of all, professional Christian. You might think, oh, does that just mean like pastors. And no, no, professional Christian is a much bigger category. When I think of a professional Christian, I just think anyone who is employed in a religious capacity, someone whose livelihood is also contingent on their faith. In the United States, this is an absolutely massive category because uh, of the laws around hiring and firing practices for religious institutions and um, religious nonprofits. If someone can be hired and fired based on a religious standard. For me, they are a professional Christian. They have to hew to a certain moral standard, a certain belief standard, whatever their organization's uh, rules say, and they have to do that in order to make a living. This is, of course, very different from being an accountant who is a Christian, being a doctor who is a Christian, being a musician who is a Christian. That's very different from being someone who's employment as an accountant or a doctor or a musician is contingent on, well, what do you believe or and or what are your moral practices? Uh, how do you think uh, about this particular social justice issue? So professional Christian is a lot bigger category than you might think. And um, many people become professional Christians without ever realizing that that is what they are doing. And this, again, coming up in the United States, uh, has come up in lawsuits where school teachers are like, well, you can't fire me based off of the rules of, of your of this particular faith group. And yeah, guess what? A Christian school, uh, a Roman Catholic school, yeah, they can, they can hire and fire based off of any religious beliefs that they want to use as their criteria. So you end up with people who have not really examined what it means to be a professional Christian because they didn't even think of themselves in this kind of way. Which brings me to the the core question that I'm considering. How do you be yourself when you're in a professional capacity? And this is a question that many, many, many people uh, encounter in their professional lives, whether or not they're in any sort of religious kind of work. Anyone who is in a professional public-facing role where they have to be a certain kind of way in order to do their job, they're showing a part of themselves to the people that they are serving, to the people that they're teaching, the people that they're caring for. And that part is truly part of who they are, but it is certainly not the whole of who they are. And with professional Christians in particular, they have the same issues that other professionals would have, but then they add in the whole issues of being a representative of God to some people, a representative of the church. They add in issues of power dynamics, especially for clergy, where in many circles, clergy are held up as, um, acquire a certain kind of power 
they may be held up as a role model as and somehow put on a pedestal, which can allow them to like model certain behaviors and to lead people in certain ways and also brings pitfalls of like bragging and pride and oh wait, um, actually professional Christians are just people like everyone else. We make mistakes just like everyone else. We have the same kinds of problems as everyone else. How, how do you function on a pedestal? How do you get off the pedestal? Can you get off of it? Knowing that your life is not always, always so perfect and shiny. This question of how to be yourself in the spotlight of public ministry is really a question about integrity, being who you say you are, even when people can't see all of you. In the book, I use um, the imagery of a crescent moon. And if you look out in the night sky, you can see that shining, bright sliver of the moon. And yes, that is really and truly the moon that you're seeing. And you're seeing just the tiniest bit of that three-dimensional object in the sky, right? That little sliver is such a small amount of the whole. And we know that it's a small amount of the whole. Well, when we encounter professionals, and especially professional Christians, we may be inclined to think that the sliver that we see is the only part of that, that person. The slice that we see is all of who they are. So we may end up thinking that they are really one-sided. Uh, we may end up thinking that they're really superficial, if that's how we're viewing this slice. Or we may end up looking at that slice and saying, oh, they must be really perfect and have everything all together because that's all I can see in that little slice that I'm seeing. Now, of course, for the professional Christian, for the person who is who is that full person, but people are only seeing the small slice, well, what do you do with that? How do you live with integrity? How do you share things? How do you keep privacy? How do you protect the people in your life who you are also responsible for and protect their privacy? It's a very, very complicated, very complicated uh, way to be in the world. It's something that we're, that many, many people are called to do. So my book covers a lot of ground, and in the coming weeks, I'm going to have episodes that are related to topics in the book that I think are also um, really important, regardless of, of a person's faith beliefs or whether or not they are in a professional capacity. Um, but for now, I just want to give a little bit of an overview of what it includes. One of the really big areas that I cover is what does it actually mean to be fully yourself in a public-facing way? Uh, there is no good answer to that, and there's no certainly no one-size-fits-all answer to that. Um, but I think that a lot of the complication around this idea of, like, how do I be myself, it has to do with, like, we don't have really good concepts for talking about what that is. We talk about authenticity. We talk about sincerity. We may talk about persona and hypocrisy. And these give us ways to talk about being ourselves in public, but they're not always really helpful ways and sometimes they're really constricting ways. You know how it is where sometimes you um, don't even realize that you're holding on to a value until you examine it and then you realize, oh yeah, I guess I thought that, but I don't really think that. Um, and I think authenticity in particular is like that. And I'll, I'll have some episodes on that coming up where I think authenticity seems like a really good thing, but the way we connotatively understand it can be really problematic, especially if you are in a professional capacity. Another area that I talk about is curating our public presence. And whether that is in person, like in church services or in interpersonal interactions, whether it's online, um, and thinking about how do we choose what to say in public, choose how to be in public in a way that actually lines up with who we are and isn't deceptive, isn't bragging, it, it isn't skewing reality in a way that um, gives our, our uh, the people around us an unclear 
view of who we are in that even though we know that they still just have that slice. And I think that there is a big difference between skewing reality and just sharing a small slice of our lives. And there are ways to do that that um, are honest and, um, and in line with our personal values. One of the big areas that I talk about is how in Christian ministry, people are called to focus on other people. And that presents a challenge. How do you be fully yourself when your focus is on other people? And I think of one person that I interviewed who said, well, you know, I, I think of being a pastor in XYZ ways, but when I'm ministering to the person on their deathbed, I'm willing to go along with whatever that person thinks a pastor ought to believe because it's not my job right right then and there to tell them, well, here's what you should think about a pastor. My job is to minister to them on their deathbed. So it really matters that we have a focus on other people, but know who we are and how we are in the world, regardless of the um, the things around us. Another area that I talk about is um, being fully ourselves in a real-time setting and real-time here being like, uh, where, like I'm recording this podcast in real-time, but you will not be experiencing it in real-time. I will edit out the ums and all the like, oh, what am I going to say next? I'm going to take all those out and you're going to be um, hearing a, a product that is cleaned up, right? So it's not happening in real time. But if you and I were having a conversation, well, there's no time to edit. There's no time to like sit back and really think like, now what did she really mean by that? And you might ask me to clarify, but you wouldn't have time for a lot of examination. And a lot of ministry happens in real time settings. We're teaching a classroom full of kids. We are preaching a sermon. We are making music and leading worship. Well, that all happens in real time and we don't always feel like showing up. And we don't always want to be there. And we aren't really always in the mood to be there. So what does it mean to be fully ourselves as Christian people, um, as ministers who are called to do this, when we don't feel like it? And I go on kind of at length in the book about how to do that with integrity and with, with care for ourselves and care for the people around us. So that's a professional Christian being fully yourself in the spotlight of public ministry. It is available basically anywhere online. I was um, delighted to discover that it's even on Target. It cracks me up so much to imagine like getting socks and uh, groceries and, oh yeah, a copy of my book from Target. But it's also available from places like, um, you know, Barnes and Nobles, Amazon, uh, your local bookstore, if you are inclined to do that, can definitely order it for you. I know that my little bookstore here where I live in St. Louis can order it for me. And if you know anyone in your life who's in that professional Christian category, uh, whether or not they are a minister, they might find this book really uh, interesting and useful to them as they think about how to be fully themselves in the world. I'm going to be back next week with uh, more typical episodes for What Fresh Insight. I'm online at sarah-bereza.com, B-E-R-E-Z-A. Thanks for listening, and I'll be back next week. Bye.